You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. In the early 1960s, grape workers in California earned less than a dollar an hour with no breaks, no access to toilets or cold drinking water, and miserable living conditions. For years, the growers had pitted Filipino and Mexican-American workers against one another to prevent collective action. All that changed in September 1965, when the unions representing both the Filipino and Mexican-Americans joined together to organize a strike and a boycott. At great personal cost, and even in the face of violent reprisals, the workers held firm for five long years. But their struggle paid off, and in 1970, California's grape growers signed their very first union contracts, giving workers higher wages, benefits including health care, and stronger protections. So why am I telling you this? Because for all of our division and conflict today, we have to remember that progress has never come easily. It requires hard work, persistence, and most of all, organizing. Today, I have the honor of speaking with someone who was not only one of the key organizers of the Great Strike and Boycott, but has been in the front lines of nearly every progressive social movement since. Together with Cesar Chavez in 1962, Dolores Huerta formed the National Farm Workers Association, which later merged with the Agricultural Workers Organizing Committee to become the United Farm Workers, America's most enduring agricultural union. 
She's a trailblazer who embodies the passion and persistence required to create lasting change. As a direct result of her leadership in the American labor movement, countless people have been able to better support themselves and their families and have been treated with the respect and dignity they deserve. Today, Dolores is 92 and not showing any sign of slowing down. She's president of the Dolores Huerta Foundation, a grassroots organization that engages and develops leaders working at the intersection of women's rights, immigrant rights, labor rights, voting rights, and civil rights at the local level where people's lives can be changed for the better. Dolores, you're a national treasurer. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for inviting me. Let's start from the beginning for our listeners who don't know as much about you as I do. Tell us a little bit about how you grew up and what made you decide to become an organizer. Well, I actually, I was very fortunate that I grew up in uh, Stockton, California. I was born in New Mexico and uh, my family was very always involved in politics as, you know, People in New Mexico have been there for many generations. And I remember as a young girl hearing the stories about who's running for this office, who's running for that office. My parents divorced and my mother brought us to California. My father, uh, who was stayed in New Mexico, but uh, he was always very, he was a, a union organizer, a volunteer organizer for the, uh, for the United Mine Workers Union. And then he ran for the state assembly in New Mexico and one, but he wasn't there very long because he was expelled uh, because he uh, punched out one of the other one of the other uh, uh, persons in the legislature, Senator Montoya, uh, who and uh, so he was expelled because uh, Montoya, the Montoya family was a big. They were big cotton growers, and they were very anti-union. And my dad, uh, to his dying day, was always very, very a strong uh, union supporter. Everywhere my dad went, he organized a union. You know, after World War II, when he he had been in the Navy, and he came to California, and he was working at uh, an army base, and he organized uh, AFGE there, the American Federation of Government Employees. <laughs> so I, I sort of got that sense from my father. And I wish everybody could have had my childhood, because uh, Stockton, uh, being California, it's between San Francisco and Sacramento, uh, uh, very a very diverse community. So many of the people there worked again in the in the fields and the farms. So we had people there from the Philippines, from Japan, from China, from Mexico, uh, the Okies. Uh, and we had black families there. My neighbors were all of these people here. My next door neighbors were uh, immigrants from Italy. Uh, Kitty Corner. They were from Greece. And my next door neighbors was the Smith family. They were black. And I say this because. A lot of people didn't have that opportunity uh, to grow up with people of so many different ethnic groups. I like to say I got my ethnic studies from my friends. And I was just really blessed by that because I think that really prepared me for the world. And so I was very fortunate not to have grown up in a situation where racism was not an issue because, you know, we were all of different backgrounds and, and colors and we all loved each other. Why do you think it's so hard in some places for people to feel that level of comfort with each other across racial and ethnic lines now? Well, again, because I don't be, I believe that they interact with uh, different people from different backgrounds. And so when people don't know each other, then they fear each other. 
And I think that's really hurt our country when we have a lot of segregation and and then people don't really understand each other's cultures. They're not realizing that when we do meet other people from different cultures, it really enriches us. You know, it makes our, our we, we have a broader vision of who people are. You know, there's actually a lot of uh, academic research that shows that diverse groups make better decisions than homogenous groups and better than lone geniuses. It's fine to be part of a tribe, but it has to be an inclusive tribalism to work. Anyway, I, I was fascinated by your saying that. It's so important. So when I speak at schools, I often tell uh, the students that we have one human race, that we have a lot of cultural cultures and nationalities, but we only have one human race, that is homo sapiens, and that we are all related. And when I say that, <laughs> this has happened to me a couple of times. Like one time, all of these children, they were like like first, second, and third graders sitting on the floor. And I said to them, we're all cousins. We're all related. They all stood up and started running towards each other and hugging each other. I want to ask you just uh, one more question about your early years, because it strikes me that one of the problems we've got in America today is that the average human attention span has gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. As we've gotten access to more information, we take less time to process it and put it together. So the thing I wanted to ask you is your first great hit, I guess, as an organizer, was the pivotal role you played in the grape strike and boycott, and that went on for five years. And you were a young woman, 25 years old. How did you stick it out for five years? Was it hard? Was it easy? Did you have to think about it? Because most people think about going to a, a march or several marches. How'd you do it? Well, you know, it, it, it takes that patience, but it was interesting uh, that you asked that question uh, because uh, sometimes I felt that the farm workers uh, were uh, going to give up, but they didn't. You know, we started with a strike in Delano, and uh, then we couldn't win the strike because they would bring in strike breakers because we're so close in California, we're so close to Mexico that they could bring in strike breakers and they would bring them in from the Philippines and other places. And so we went out on the boycott because uh, this attorney, Stu, Wein Stu Weinberg from San Francisco, he said, why don't you try a boycott? Because they had done the great boycott, the bus boycott there in the South. And so uh, some of our young volunteers went out and they hitchhiked to New York and did the first boycott against a, a, a wine company, uh, Shenley, that was also a whiskey company. And we got that first contract. So then we did this all great boycott. So I was uh, would go to New York and start the great boycott there with uh, Mr. Fred Ross Sr., the, the man who taught us how to organize. So then when I would come back to Delano, where you know where the heart of the of the grape strike was at, and I would feel like really guilty because I, we hadn't won yet. And when I would say to the workers, I tried to apologize to them. They said, "Oh, don't worry, don't worry, Senora Huerta, we're going to win." We're going to win. We're going to stay here on strike as long as it takes for us to win. So, so then, I, then I, that really bolstered me up, and it made gave me a lot, a lot of inspiration because if they were willing to be out there on the picket line, you know, from morning till till from dawn to, from dawn to to when the sun went down, then that, that I thought I can be out there in the city asking people to boycott grapes. So. You know, we knew that we were going to win eventually. And, and Cesar always had a great, 
a statement that I know that's part of your uh, mantra also. He said, the only time that you that you lose is when you quit. As long as you don't give up, we're going to win. So all of us felt we that that strength, you know, of course, with Caesar's leadership and then so many people supporting us that we were going to win eventually. And of course, we did. You did. We'll be right back. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I wanted to skip around a little bit in your rich, long life. You moved beyond union organizers to 
try to mobilize people to vote and increase their empowerment through citizenship. And the more you did it, the more you had to rely on basically persuasion. And it it occurs to me that a lot of people find that difficult. They find it difficult to talk to people, to find that difficult to say what's in their mind and heart. What do you say to people like that? There are young people all over the world today who really want to be heard and want to make a difference. What advice do you give young people who are trying to find their own voice and use it? You know, before Caesar and I started the union, we came out of another organization called the Community Service Organization that, again, uh, I think you knew Congressman Edroy Ball. Very well. Who was the first Latino elected to the city council of Los Angeles and then became the first congressman. Well, he came out of that organization. And once we got a group together, the first action that we took was to go out and go register voters door to door. That the first thing that we did, so in CSO, the Community Service Organization, we dedicated ourselves to uh, do voter registration, you know, and uh, even though it was a nonprofit organization, we were very effective in getting out the vote to get good people elected. And we were able to pass major, major legislation. Uh, like in, in California, we uh, passed a law that if you, were, if you were a citizen, you could register somebody else to vote. You wouldn't have to find a deputy registrar somewhere like they do in Texas still to, to this day. That you could, you know. So we were, reg- we were able to register many, many uh, thousands and thousands of people to vote. So we carried that tradition also into the United Farm Workers, about, you know, put, putting a lot of time on registering people to vote. And then, and of course, in the United Farm Workers, we also endorsed candidates. And I like, I, I like, and it's like, say, I tell them it's like a football game, you know, and you have one team that shows up. And the other team doesn't show up. The team that shows up is going to win. So we've got to get out there and get our team elected. If we don't elect good people, we can't pass the legislation that we want. And I say to the young people, you can march and you can protest as much as you want. And and that's kind of good that we do that because it brings attention to the issues. But if it's not put into a law, then it can't be implemented, can't be enforced. People cannot be held accountable. Otherwise, we can march and talk and nothing's going to happen. It'll stay the same. So, you know, we just have to work really, really hard. And we can't have a democracy if people don't vote. I mean, that's the foundation of our democracy is for people to be able to vote and to elect the people that we need. And we also know that right now our democracy is threatened. We saw what happened on January the 6th, you know, and we see what's happening now in some of the southern states but they're passing laws to suppress the vote, and especially to keep people like myself, people of color, from voting. So we've got to work really, really hard to make sure that we keep our democracy. Often when I speak to to, to students, I say to people, you know, to Google a map of the United States before 1848, and what you will see is that one-third of the United States was Mexico. And so when they say to us as Mexican-Americans and you know, to go back where we came from, we say, oh, no, we were here before the United States was the United States of America. And uh, the North American continent, the South American continent, these are the indigenous people of the continent. You know, this land was theirs and is theirs. So uh, they, they they are not the immigrants, so to speak. The, the true immigrants that came to the United States came from Europe 
like my great-grandmother on my grandpa's side and uh, my great-grandfather on my mother's side who came from England, you know? So I think we have to just, that's important with that we, you know, really promote uh, ethnic studies. And I know there's people there that want to take out uh, any of the books that talk about slavery or talk about the real history of the United States of America. But this is important. To, and this is this is education. And if I think if every person in the United States had this education about the true history of the United States, that that way we could erase a lot of the racism that exists and take away, again, those those arms that they have, those weapons of hatred that they use uh, to divide people. But it's something that, that can happen because, you know, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt said that, that, that education was the soul of our country. And during World War, World War II, when they tried to take money out of the education and the library's uh, budgets, he said, no, we will not take one dime out of our libraries or one dime out of education because education is the soul of our country. And I think we have to put a lot more money into education because we know that even in California, when I was a kid uh, going to school in California, we were like, uh, I think, one or two in terms of the money that was appropriated for each student. And I think now we're like number 36 or something. And uh, many other states are in the kind of the same position where we do not have a enough money going into our schools for our teachers and our students. And that, I think that's one of the things that we really have to prioritize if we're going to erase all of this this hatred that exists right now in our country. Because when people are educated, then, you know, and, and, and when I say educated, I mean having the type of education that, that I'm talking about, the importance of labor unions, the importance of voting, you know, the importance of, of, of women having gender studies and, and kind of start educating our children uh, to get rid of the, all of that misogyny, sexism, homophobia that exists. But I think we can do it, but we have to make it like a priority because uh, I think uh, hate, hate comes from ignorance. And then we know that that hatred manifests itself in, in people killing other people just because they're Mexicans or they're Jews or they're Blacks or they're Asians. So I, I think we could actually, we this is, we could look at this like a, a war against ignorance. A war against ignorance. That's a great phrase. Let me ask you a more personal question. When you had been doing this work for more than half your life, you were 58 years old. You were in a peaceful protest in San Francisco when an officer hit you with a nightstick and broke four of your ribs and shattered your spleen. Did you think about giving up then? Were you terrified? What did you think was going to happen? Well, it uh, it set me back for a while, but I, I have to say this, though. It never changed my mind in terms of my commitment to nonviolence, you know, that we could still win, that we don't have to use violence uh, to be able to be able to achieve our goals. And uh, that, that was, uh, and I, I guess when you go out there and you start uh, doing activist work, then uh, people are going to attack you. And uh, I know that you yourself, Mr. President, has been the victim of many, many uh, verbal attacks and political attacks. And in my case, then, that was a physical attack and uh, at a peaceful protest. But uh, it didn't really deter me uh, in terms of 
knowing that we have to continue working uh, to achieve the kind of social and economic justice that we need in our country. What did you think about Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson being confirmed to the Supreme Court? Now there are four women on the Supreme Court. Why is that important, and how do you think it will affect young girls growing up? Well, I think it's wonderful that we have a, a black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh, my gosh, that is so incredible. I think it is a, a moment of joy for all of us. And I, in terms of how it affects young women, I know it's, it's just going to be so inspiring uh, for young women when they see that yeah, a, a woman can, uh, can achieve uh, the highest position, you might say, ne- next to the presidency, but to be on the U.S. Supreme Court. I mean, that is amazing. And you know, Coretta Scott King said that we will never have peace in the world until women take power. Oh, and by the way, Mr. President, we have the first Latina on the California State Supreme Court now. Her name is Patricia Guerrero, and she comes from an immigrant family in the Imperial Valley of California. So that, that is also something that we're very proud of. More after this. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Let me ask you something else, though. One of the things that I think is impressive to me 
is the work that you are doing through your own foundation to help communities build local organizations to advance social justice. I think one of the weaknesses of the Democratic Party in after you know the initial civil rights actions was that we spent a lot of time on national politics, but we didn't spend enough time building organizations and communities that can both build change and then change people's attitudes about who they elect from the grassroots. So tell us just a little bit about what you're doing with the foundation and why you're doing it. Well, going back to that same organizing model that we used in the CSO and in the United Farm Workers, uh, just meeting with people in their homes, convincing them that they have power, that, uh, that again, uh, make, getting them to commit to understand that nothing will change unless they get involved. And it's just amazing that once people become active and they go to school board meetings and city council's meetings and and they see the changes that their work is making. I could give you some wonderful examples. Uh, we had one a woman who came out of our, our, our organizing group, and uh, she and her husband and their, the people, are, uh, their friends, they went door to door to and to pass petitions, and they got a bond issue passed to build a brand new state of the art gymnasium for their middle school because of air pollution down here in Kern County in Bakersfield. Uh, Kevin McCarthy's district, by the way, uh, is so bad that uh, the kids could not even go out and play a recess because uh, uh, the weather the, the weather is so polluted. And then she decided to uh, they got there they got the state of the art gymnasium built. She decided to run uh, for the school board, and the principal wanted to get rid of the breakfast program for the farm worker children. So they got rid of the principal and kept the breakfast program. <laughs> And, and I mean, it's just as an example, and so many of them have done these improvements, like getting uh, neighborhood parks, uh, swimming pools, street lights, uh, uh, gutters, and and, the, and sidewalks, and connection to sewers. You know, and, and the, but the thing is that they do all of the work themselves, which is the amazing thing. And then uh, we had another group. We did a big project on education in our local high school here in Bakersfield. They had expelled 2,500 students of color in one year. Wow. And, uh, well, we changed that. We sued them. And from 2,500 expulsions, it is now down to 21. But in addition to that, they had to start changing uh, their policies there uh, to give uh, positive behavior intervention systems, you know, uh, they have to have Hispanic Heritage Month. They have to have a Black History Month uh, to end the racism in, in that area. So we, our education uh, program, we're active in about 17 different school districts, covering over 200 schools. And over 40% of the recommendations that, the, and this is the parents and the students that are doing this work, they have been accepted. So, you know, we, we just did a lot of work now on the census and on redistricting. And all of the maps that our demographers presented were accepted by the Independent Commission here in California for the Central Valley. So we're making a lot of progress. And now we're uh, building a cultural peace and justice cultural center, uh, you know, that we want to start this organizing academy. So this organizing model that we have, we can export it to other areas uh, because once people learn that they have the power to make changes, it's exhilarating. They are so proud that they know that they were able to do this work. So 
It's, 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 it's almost miraculous. But you know, Mr. President, I call it democracy in action, which is exactly what it is. And we say to people, you have the power. You may not have a high school diploma or ever gone to college. You may not speak perfect English or no English. But the thing is that your, the power is in your person. And once you all get together and you take collective action, as you said, as you said earlier, this is the way that we make things, that make changes and make things happen. And of course, now we're uh, doing a big voter re registration drive and getting ready for the June elections. I want to remind everybody that's listening to me that Dolores Huerta recently celebrated her 92nd birthday. And she sounds like she's maybe about 40, just getting ready to put her toe in. How did you celebrate your birthday? Well, I had kind of a quiet celebration with my family, my grandchildren, and one of my granddaughters is a, a dancer, and, and they brought the indigenous dancers, and I got the blessings. Um, I'm sure you've had those many times, and that was a wonderful way to, to spend my birthday. We will be having a more public events because we're raising money for Peace and Justice Cultural Center. We've raised about $18 million. We've got to raise about another, maybe another 7 to $10 million. But that's going to be a great center there because we're going to have a child care center, a youth development center, uh, the organizing academy, a credit union, an auditorium, and many rooms to, for training people. And, and have it a place where everybody can come and have their meetings there. You know, uh, we want to make it a great center there for uh, kind of, again, to promote the, the, all of the democratic uh, activities uh, that, we're, that we're doing. I, I would say this to everybody who's listening to us, whether you agree with everything Dolores said or not. Wouldn't you like to be 92 and still living in the present and for the future? And I think that uh, that's what we should all aspire to do. I want you to have a chance to close here. What do you think the secret to your ability to relentlessly focus on the future and deal with disappointments and deal with political setbacks and never be satisfied unless you personally are trying to do something to make life better for somebody else? What's the secret? Where'd that come from? And how can you spread it around? Well, I, I, I can look back and... You know, I, I was born during the Depression and uh, lived through World War II. And I can look back and see uh, how many changes have been made for the better. Uh, when I went to college, there was only a handful of us Latinos in the college system. You know, not very many women. And we can see how that has changed. And we can see all of the improvements that have been made over the years. And we know we still have, uh, we still have a ways to go to create that perfect union that the founders of our government, you know, wanted for us. So, and we know that we can, we can achieve it, that it's a people power. It's a people engagement that makes it happen. And, and to me, uh, I can see that they talk about the democracy as a dream and that the United States was, a, was a, a, an experiment uh, when our founders thought of, that, that they could make this happen. And we, oh, by the way, we know they got this from the Iroquois, right? You know, the whole idea of our government, but, uh, it, it, we can achieve it. We just have to, you know, just uh, get more people to understand that, more people to commit to it. And I think sometimes when you're an organizer, it's like you go around with like magic dust and you, you know, are able to put that magic dust on people and say, look, we can do this. You can do it. Together we can make this, we can achieve the, the dream of democracy, but we just all have to work together. And to me, that is just a, 
it's like finding the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's there, but we just have to get there together to make it happen. And so that's what keeps me going, because I do believe in the dream of democracy and knowing that we, ordinary people, that we can achieve it. Regardless of how much money people might have on the other side, we always have to remember that we, the people, that there are more of us. And as long as we work in a united, nonviolent way, that we can achieve that, that dream so that people can be uh, can have a sustainable income, you know, they can be safe and uh, and healthy. We can make it happen. So and that, that's what keeps me going. And I want to keep going as long as I possibly can to reach other people, especially those in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you stay safe and healthy because... You make me feel 10 years younger every time I talk to you. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. President. We love you. Thank you so much. Why Am I Telling You This is a production of iHeartRadio, the Clinton Foundation, and At Will Media. Our executive producers are Craig Manassian and Will Monati. Our production team includes Jameson Katsufas, Tom Galton, Sarah Horowitz, and Jake Young, with production support from Liz Raftery and Josh Farnham. Original music by Watt White. Special thanks to John Sykes, John Davidson, Angel Urena, Corey Gansley, Kevin Thurm, Oscar Flores, and all our dedicated staff and partners at the Clinton Foundation. Hi, I'm Stephanie Street, Executive Director of the Clinton Foundation, where we work every single day to advance President Clinton's commitment to public service and improve lives across the country and around the world. President Clinton often reminds us that we're all in this together, that we rise or fall together. That's why, in the face of crisis, we answer the call. We act. At the Clinton Presidential Center, we've been proud to work together with partners to serve hundreds of thousands of meals to those struggling to put food on the table, to get books, early learning and educational resources into the hands of parents, families, and educators who are navigating the realities of remote learning and need it most. And the center continues to serve as an educational and cultural institution focused on cultivating the next generation of leaders to make our future brighter than ever. Learn more about this work and see how you can get involved. Visit www.clintonfoundation.org podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. 
the 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 